0: Is a messianic feminist. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, your transformational man cave, where we mentor males to crush maliteracy and aspire to domestic greatness. And we do this through podcasts, poetry, online courses, and books. We're grateful for your attention today on this. Manliness rally and this rally is a marital rally, a marital hack. And we are on this title that Yahweh is a messianic feminist. We are looking at this from Numbers chapter 5 in the Holy Bible. We make this point that priests and under the Mosaic law, priests and now under the New Testament law of Jesus Christ where we are generally Christians, are generally seen as priests, as the Apostle Peter told us, that we're no royal priests, we're no a royal priesthood, and he's talking to the church in Asia, preparing them for the suffering that comes from them joining this cult of Jesus followers from Nazareth. Uh, the point here is that we as priests are expected to settle marital disputes and those disputes include disputes about marital faithfulness or infidelity we're looking at this from numbers five and we know numbers is a book that tells us about the people of israel traveling through the wilderness they are essentially now free but they are still struggling and they are moving around various places in the wilderness They are between Egypt and their destiny. So they're in a kind of transitional space. And they're trying to figure out how do we operate as a society of civilized people and no longer as slaves that are under somebody else's rule. We are looking at this from Numbers 5 and looking at some very important points about feminism and how God treats women in the Bible and Numbers 5 is a very troubling scripture for many reasons one is the focus on the woman's infidelity when you read Numbers 5 it tells of the man taking infidelity to the priest he suspects his wife is cheating on him or if he has proof or not goes to the priest and says i think that my wife has been unfaithful they mix up some kind of concoction from the the dirt that is in the the temple and if she drinks she's supposed to drink that and if she drinks it and nothing bad happens to her then she is okay she didn't cheat then if something bad happens for example if there is some kind of of obgyn issue that she goes through then uh, she was unfaithful many people use numbers five as a as a justification for abortion so the the thinking is that this mixture that was mixed in the temple was some kind of of of, of um, chemical some kind of something that was to induce an abortion anyway it is a very troubling kind of scripture but we know when we trust god we trust him even in the areas of scripture that we are a bit uncomfortable with so the focus here is on in numbers five is on the woman's infidelity and the man's response not the reverse or the man's infidelity if the man it doesn't speak in this chapter to what happens if the man is caught cheating so as I meditated on this verse, I sought some statistics to help me. Uh, that is something that I take a lot of comfort from sometimes, looking at what research says about difficult matters in the Bible and in, in life in general. So I discovered that most reported passionate crimes were committed by men. And so maybe God is onto something here by focusing on men in terms of what what our response should be if we suspect our wife is cheating on us uh, studies by the FBI the Federal Bureau of Investigation in the United States showed that in 2010 almost 42% of victims murdered by someone known to them were, mur- were murdered during a domestic dispute some of these are including love triangle were including love triangles Criminologist Y.S. Bees, in a paper published in March 1977 on the U.S. Department of Justice webpage reported that Belgian males were perpetrators in seven out of eight crimes of passion. Therefore, data can show that the subject of Numbers chapter 5 in the Bible, that is marital infidelity, where we feel that our wife is cheating on us, this subject actually produced crimes of passion. These crimes of passion tend to directly hurt women more than men. So this point we're making is that we might think that God was being unfair against women, but God just might be onto something by focusing more on the response of a man in times of think in times of suspicions of infidelity than on the woman. Let's get back to this after the break. Framing Young Minds is here. If you are missing an easy to read and yet deep resource to refocus your parenting on what really matters, then go to Amazon.com purchase at least two copies of our book framing young minds right now and leave us a review framing young minds condenses a lot of what we have mentored over the past 20 years concerning parenting strong children the author or founder tanya price focuses on eight foundational frames for christly parenting which parents who want children to live fulfilled lives must practice so join us right now by going to amazon.com purchasing at least two copies of framing young minds and leaving a review your children at any age will thank you welcome back to this episode of turn to bird where we are looking at the topic yahweh is a feminist and we're looking at this from numbers chapter five we ended the previous segment on my discomfort with whole with this chapter and whole, and a lot of people seem to join me in being very uncomfortable with numbers chapter five and the fact that it tends to, it seems to unfairly focus on the woman being the one that is caught in adultery and what, and giving the man the right to take her to the priest and the woman doing some kind of a ritual that seems like a weird ritual to either induce an abortion or to go through, to drink something in the temple that seems to to, uh, pr- might invoke some kind of medical response to show whether she's faithful or not. And we, however, saw that we did... I mean, I don't have data on the thousands of years ago to see what was happening in these societies. And maybe some theologian has done some study on this. And I, I may look into this a little bit further. But in our current society, we have data that shows us between America and Belgium that women are on the losing end, can be seen to be on the losing end of marital disputes that come out of um, in feelings of infidelity or what you call today crimes of passion and we looked at some of that data in the previous segment that shows that a lot of women are, are murdered that there's some significant proportion of women that are murdered in crimes of passion at the hands of a man that they were in quote unquote love with before so we're making this point today that maybe yahweh is a, a feminist in the sense that he is seeking to restore humanity to humans through treating women more fairly and numbers five rather than being seen as being unfair against women is trying to create more safety for for women in in areas of marital in in situations where a man feels that she is cheating that his wife is cheating on her rather than resorting to a homicide he should resort to his priest So we are continuing on this. So I am saying today that I am exercising my trust in Jesus by seeing that he wants messianic couples to introduce him into our marital disputes, including any issues of unfaithfulness. We don't see Yahweh as someone who tells us to take matters in our own hands. We are seeing Yahweh saying that we should come to him and we should uh, utilize his wisdom in these areas messianic couples are to have divine mediators that can settle our disputes and when we talk about messianic we're talking about couples that believe in the messiah jesus of nazareth that he is the one that restores our our humanity to a hundred percent human he makes us complete humans we cannot complete ourselves as humans in a sinful state we need jesus to complete our humanity Jesus saves us from our sins. That's what the Messiah does. Saves people. And he restores us to hundred percent complete humans, capable of being being people who are are loved, who are able to love in the way love was intended to, to operate in the first place. So these kinds of couples that trust in the power of Jesus to restore us uh, are people who can settle disputes without any crimes of passion every christian assembly christian assembly to us assemblies that follow jesus christ whether it's a domestic assembly that is your family or a church assembly a corporate assembly can have some form of biblical marriage mentoring some platform to assist in curating or or promoting strong or we would say a strong marriage is a a godly marriage strong marriages which includes empowering couples to handle conflict and where they won't handle these conflicts where a couple doesn't want to handle this conflict themselves they can have access to a mentor to assist them divine dispute settlement is one powerful job of the christian or the christian community as we see here in first corinthians 6 verse 3 Paul makes the point that Christians are to be good judges because we are going to judge divine beings or angels. So if we can't handle disputes among ourselves, worse among man and wife, how are we going to handle disputes between disputes of angels? How are we going to judge, not dispute, how are we going to judge angels? The news of crimes of passion bear witness that people emotionally Connect, that people emotionally connected to each other have a short, tend to have a short fuse in domestic disputes. So, numbers five, which many secular feminists use to blaspheme or poke holes in the Judaistic or Messianic culture and faith, can be seen from another perspective of Yah as the Messianic feminist seeking to intervene between angry and irrational males who often prey on our wives in passionate crimes so that our wives can be maritally safer than the alternative approach to these disputes, i.e. marital homicide. So, Yahweh does believe that humans' welfare is supernaturally or divinely improved when women are treated fairly. We believe here that Numbers 5 is trying to set up a situation where men do not depend on our anger and our irrational nature in situations where we feel that our wife is cheating on us. We see some form of email or text or something on our Facebook page that makes us feel that she's not being fair to us. So... We here are saying that instead of doing that, we can depend on Yahweh. Now, Numbers 5 is not the complete place where we see God deal with infidelity because people say, why doesn't God say what should happen to the man in the cases of, of infidelity? And you could look at Leviticus 20 verse 10 to see what Yahweh says. When a man is caught in infidelity, he addresses the response to the man's proven marital unfaithfulness as the death penalty in Leviticus 20, verse 10. So, uh, it's inaccurate for a feminist or any other person who wants to poke holes in Judaism, in in Christianity, in Islam, to say that, that Yahweh is unfairly silent on male adultery anyway we are making the point that yahweh is a messianic feminist and we want to train men we want to mentor men we believe that men should have a mindset that we should not feel that a strong man is a man that oppresses women that's not what we see yahweh doing in numbers chapter five we strongly feel that he's trying to put in place a framework where we take disputes including marital infidelity feelings or even if they have proof take it to the priest take it to your marriage counselor your marriage mentor take it to your pastor uh, take it to some mentor that you have that you have that's a third party and allow that person who is a Christian anointed by God meaning chosen empowered by God's spirit we feel the breath of God the voltage of God Uh, As we see in the case of Solomon where he did the Solomonic uh, way in which he judged between two women who had a dispute about a baby and he had a very creative way to do this which we feel was empowered by the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit does when he anoints people. He makes us creative. He makes us able to handle disputes in a way that saves and preserves life. So we believe that Yahweh is a messianic feminist and this is what Numbers 5 is telling us to do. We as men, a strong man, a a man that is godly, does not oppress women and put systems in place to oppress women. And we see Yahweh operating probably against the culture of that day to institute a way in which women can be safer. So we believe Yahweh is a messianic feminist and we flip numbers five around to see the positive benefits of Yahweh to put in place a situation where the welfare of women are is improved and women are treated more fairly. So why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. can hear from turn to burn thank you for coming to the end of another manliness rally with us if you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals on the suggestions on the hints that we gave you today we encourage you to visit us at famtyfamily.com and to sign up for one of our messianic programs we also encourage you to join our facebook family at our facebook handle famt strong you can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com and encouraging you to have a great day today crushing effeminacy why rob God in this world of you and your family and until next time be nuclear